Hi friends, it's been a long time and I've missed you all. Don't worry, I'm back from a much needed break and I've got some incredible shows I can't wait to share with you. I thought I would take this time to give you a little Elise Live update, okay? Sound good? All right, good, I'm glad you're here. So here we go. Well, for those of you who don't know me or have just found the show, let me introduce myself for a minute. I'm Elise Marsh and I'm your host here. I am a wife and a mama. I've got two amazing little people in my life named Monroe and Indiana. I'm a full-time doula and a childbirth educator and basically a super fan of women. I released my first podcast episode in September of 2017, and I'm almost a year and a half in, and I'm still loving this whole podcasting gig thing. So thank you for listening. I wouldn't be here if you didn't listen. This podcast was really born out of a season in my life when I was terribly broken and hurting badly. Up until that point in my life, nothing had devastated me and crushed me like that experience had before. And I felt crushed plenty of times, you guys. And you know what I decided to do? The one thing that feels good when you're hurting, and that's telling people how much Jesus loves them and encouraging others. And Jeff, my husband, he played a huge role in the birth of this podcast as well. I've always been a huge podcast fan. I talked and dreamed about starting my own show for years and years before I actually did it. And one night, Jeff looked me straight in the eyes and said, I want you to go sit down and record your first episode and don't come back in the house until you're done. I looked at him like, are you serious right now? We have this lawn shed, and I'm sure most of you have heard about the lawn shed in our backyard if you've listened to a previous episode, but Jeff is super handy, and he turned a regular old lawn shed in our backyard into this little, like, cabin. We call it the cabin. With a rustic mountain feel, it's equipped with carpet, heat, and Wi-Fi, so what more could you ask for? So I sat out there one night for hours. Yes, the perfectionist in me was a struggle bus in that moment, and the perfectly wonderfully made podcast was born. I originally thought I'd share just birth stories, and you know what I came to realize? That this show is so much more than birth. It's motherhood. It's life. It's real life. And I've been a birth professional long enough to know that birth deeply affects your entrance into motherhood. It sets you on a trajectory to thrive or to struggle. Birth changes your brain. It changes how you see the world and it most certainly affects your relationships. I think we can all attest to that. It has been such a joy to bring you stories of the lives of women that I pray have encouraged you and given you so much hope because we all need it. I do, and I know you do too. We need to know there's a God who's bigger than our circumstances that loves us more than we could ever imagine. A God that is for us and has designed us for a specific purpose. Enter 
my need for a serious break from podcasting and basically a break from life, you guys. This winter, I didn't know if I'd ever release another podcast episode again. I've always said, Lord, as long as you've given me this platform, I'm going to encourage and equip all who will listen. But whenever my season is done, I'm okay. I'll follow you and I trust you with this. If it was for 32 episodes or 10 or 100 or 500, however long you want me here, I'm here. My husband, Jeff, has struggled his entire adult life with mental health challenges. There were seasons where my husband's depression and PTSD crippled him to the point he was unable to work and he struggled to function in his everyday life. There were seasons I thought we were going to lose our home at any moment and certainly seasons where I wasn't sure our marriage would survive. A year ago, we started running toward anything that might help Jeff recover and heal from the dark depression he was living with. Jeff was seeing therapists and counselors and pastors and naturopaths and doctors and trying different medications, and you better believe we are praying our faces off on the daily. And I'd love to tell you and sit here and say that all of it worked, but a year later, Jeff was getting worse. Our marriage was falling apart. Jeff couldn't engage with me at all. We were like on this hamster wheel. It just wasn't ending. I was making things worse. Jeff was making things worse. We couldn't stop ourselves. And we were just coexisting. There would be weeks where he would hardly speak to me. And I would be fearful. And I would act out of resentment and bitterness. And I lived in fear that Jeff would hurt himself. And that his depression would take him from me one day. In the beginning of November this winter, I fell on the floor one day sobbing and knew that I couldn't live like this anymore. I had felt for weeks like the Lord was asking me to have Jeff move out and I couldn't understand it. I didn't get it. How could I ask him to leave if I wanted our marriage to survive and to heal? It just didn't even make sense to me. I wanted Jeff to heal. How was he going to get healthy living in our house? We were a mess and I was terrified. Could I do it? I was so scared, you guys, but I knew in my gut, Jeff needed to go and we needed a break so that we could both heal. He was hurting me and our kids and I was hurting him and making it worse and he wasn't getting any better. And this just wasn't working and Jeff needed healing and I couldn't provide that for him. And you know what, guys, I didn't have to ask Jeff to leave our home for him to find healing. God created a way for him to leave and get healthy. How good is our God? I love that he has the perfect answer for us. And through our community and counselors, we found a rehab center for Jeff. And in November, Jeff went to a depression treatment center. He spent a whole month there. You guys, hardest days of my life. My kids were devastated. Jeff wasn't working a lot, and so he was home so much of the time with them. So for my kiddos, this was a huge life-altering experience to have their daddy gone, and they sobbed for weeks for him, and I sobbed too. And there were tantrums and a whole lot of tears from everyone. And I cried most days. But you guys, I wouldn't have traded 
any of it. Two days before Jeff left for the center, he went to a prayer night at a local church and he almost didn't even go. We only had a little family time left before he would be gone with limited contact with us for a month, but he went and my friends, it was life changing. God met him there and he sat in the back of the room and heard the Lord so clearly tell him to repent of his bitterness and his doubt or he would never find healing. And then he left. He left for the center two days later. And oh my goodness, miracles happened. I have never, ever, I couldn't have ever even fathomed how my husband could find such deep, lasting healing in such a short time. It's just the Lord. After three days at the center, Jeff had a new diagnosis, the correct medication, and the Lord slowly but surely started peeling off the layers of hurt that had piled up over years of trauma. He got to the heart of all of the pain, and Jeff came back to me a new person. He wasn't even the person he was when I met him almost 12 years ago. He was a healed, more healthy version of himself. And I want to encourage you right now to hit pause on this podcast and go follow my husband's story of hope and healing on social media. He has an Instagram called at secret life of dad, and it's pretty raw and good and so authentic and so genuine. I want to encourage you to go follow along. He shares all the details over there on at Secret Life of Dad. He's got a story to tell and it's a good one, my friends. We had some really high highs after Jeff came home from the center. I got to visit him a couple times while he was up there and it was incredible. I mean, I just, I don't even feel like I have words sometimes to describe all that the Lord did. And I love to tell you it's been all cupcakes and rainbows and bachelor style dates the last three months, but unfortunately it hasn't. We were hit unexpectedly with some family drama just weeks after Jeff came home fraudulent charges on my business account, bronchitis from the pit of hell, stomach bugs, and so many challenges with insurance companies and pharmaceutical manufacturers trying to get Jeff the medication he needs. And in the middle of all of that, we had to call 911 for our little Andy, and we are currently working hard to build up his immune system and get him healthy. I've had friends and people close to me battling cancer and disease. It's been so nutty over here. I've attended nine births so far in 2019 while I'm sitting here recording this. So it's wild. (laughs) Not a lot of sleep. But the thing I know that heals my soul is serving others in the midst of your crap and your hardship. There's something so powerful about showing up expecting nothing from someone else and serving your guts out. You take your eyes off your junk for just a bit. doesn't have to be forever. And you love others. It's healing, my friends. I think it's all part of the process. Yes, we have to focus on our hurt and our trauma and our bitterness and healing some of that and finding forgiveness. And we have to look at some of those deep emotions and complicated things, but we also need to just let Jesus do some of the work. 
It's so healing. I want you to try it. If nothing else, it's a wonderful distraction. And sometimes a distraction is what you need to keep going and to move forward. Friends, it's just life. We all have it. I know you have your fair share of it too. And yet through all of this life stuff we've been facing, I've never felt more unified in my marriage before. We are nine years into this marriage thing, and I feel like we are just starting over. We got a redo. We hit pause and we started again. And it's so freaking good, you guys. And it's so stinking hard at the same time. But man, if you can get through those fiery parts, there's such goodness on the other side of that. When life feels big and scary and uncertain, God seems so steady to me. I've had more twists and turns and disappointments in the last three months than I thought were possible. When something goes nutty in the Marsh household, it's almost laughable, almost laughable these days. And all I can think is surely, God, you're up to something. Surely. I don't know what it is. I don't know what you have in store, God, but it's got to be big because the devil really seems to be pulling out all the stops here, almost like he knows what's coming. And I, you know what? I suppose he does know what's coming. And the crazy part about all of it is I've never been more sure of my God. I've never been more sure that he's with me. It feels like loss and suffering surround me sometimes. I can't escape them. Cancer and death and sickness and loss and disappointment seem to get closer and closer to me with each passing day. And yet my feet feel so firmly planted. I may be pretty dang wobbly from the knees up, but my feet are rooted in the ground. There is this perfect dance between joy and suffering. You don't get one without the other most of the time. They can coexist together in such a powerful way. That is the space where Jesus lives, in that secret place where joy and suffering coexist. It's the most intimate of places, my friends. And I never knew I would understand this space in this season of my life. While I would never wish heartache on anyone, I can only pray that you're able to experience an intimacy with the Lord in that secret place like I've come to cherish. I've never yearned for heaven before like I have in the last year of my life. I long for the day when there is no more pain and no more tears, and I don't think that's a bad thing, my friend. We were created for eternity. So here I am, moving, taking those steps, and waking up and believing that joy comes in the morning. And my friend, it really does. It really does. And you know what? I'm back here in this podcasting space that I have come to love so much. I've got a new little studio space to record in, and I'm super pumped about it. I've got some episodes ahead for you all. I can't wait to share with you. I may slow down, okay? I may slow down and get a little sleep deprived sometimes, but you know, there's not a lot that can stop this girl. So thank you for being here with me. You are such a gift in my life. 
Before I go, I want to tell you all about my new Patreon page and invite you to join me over there. I've got some awesome content in store for my Patreon members, and I would love to invite you to dive into this community. With your support, I'll be able to continue to create content and resources just for you. My Patreon members will get freebies, discount codes, and behind-the-scenes content. You can check it out and learn more at elisemarsh.com slash Patreon. There's some good things over there with you, and I can't do it alone. I need your help, and I am so, so thankful for each and every one of you. You matter, and you count, and you have a story to tell. So thank you so much for joining me today, and I will see you again soon. <music>